Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your favorite podcast. This is Keisha checking in. Um, My last episode was about dating in your 30s, and I feel like I didn't get to cover everything that I wanted to cover. So as promised, here's my 2.0 version. I'm going to dig a little bit deeper and get into some other topics about dating. Um, Just want to let you guys know everything that I talk about is my opinion and my opinion only. only. Nothing here is fact. Everything is my opinion. Um, This is um, why I use personal stories and things of that nature so you guys can understand why I think the way I think. So I appreciate everybody who listens. Um, If you want to get your glass of water, your glass of wine, your glass of liquor, I don't know if it's morning, night, afternoon, wherever you at, but wherever you at, um, get something to drink because it's going to be about 20 to 35 minutes of your time and we're just going to dig deep and go into some topics or whatever. But specifically, we're talking about dating and it's the dating 2.0 version. So again, I want to thank anybody who has listened, anybody who has shared. I really appreciate you. This I don't know about y'all, but I love to talk. That's number one. And number two is very therapeutic for me. So it's almost like therapy where I can just talk about shit and, you know, vent my problems or whatnot. But Anywho, like I said, this is Dating 2.0 version, and I appreciate you guys for listening. So go ahead, have a seat, take some notes, whatever you need to do, and give me about 20 to 35 minutes of your time, and let's talk about it. Okay, so let's talk about dating. When you think about dating, what's the first thing you think as it relates to dating? For me personally, it's like, how do you meet people? Um, in person, online, like, how how do you meet them? I feel like in the past couple years, meeting people has not been easy. Um, we've been quarantined. Um, life as some of us know it has been shut down. Um, companies have closed. Like, it's just been a lot within the past two years. I mean, life as we know it has definitely changed and a lot of us have been kept from the outside world because of being quarantined or because of your job situation changing. Um, and it's been quite depressing, <laughs> if I must say so myself. Um, but, I mean, dating has not been impossible because of all that, but it's definitely been a little different. So, I feel like... With all the technology that we have, um, it's just easier now to date online. But it's also scarier. Um, And what I mean by that is meeting a stranger in person is one thing. And when I say meet them in person, like let's say you're out drinking or y'all, you know, somewhere and you meet a stranger, you you kind of, you know, eye each other from across the room, exchange numbers or whatever the case may be. That's one thing. You see them up close and personal. You know who you're talking to. Not know, but you can see them in order to know, like, this is, they are clearly who they say they are, which could still be wrong, but that's a whole nother situation. Um, But when you're online, you don't even know who that you're talking to. Like, you have no idea. Yeah, they might have a picture. Yeah, they might have a nice little bio. Um... I don't know. Everything might add up, but at the same time, you still have no idea who you're really talking to unless you exchange phone numbers 
or, you know, the app that you're using to meet this person have some kind of video chat feature. Like, you just don't know. And online people can really be whoever they want to be. Like, and I literally mean anybody that they want to be. They can be whatever age they want to be. They can be, um, they can look a totally different way online. Uh, I mean, it's just, they just, it's it's scary. It's really scary. (laughs) Um, So when you meet, when you meet somebody online, you just got to hope that they are who they say they are. So, yeah. (laughs) And I mean, it's over a thousand dating apps. And it's crazy because I feel like you can probably find some of the same people on over a hundred of them. I mean, I'm joking, but I'm also serious. So, I mean, say you have five dating apps, you know, that you use. I bet you, you're going to see some of the same faces on all five apps. Which that's, that's just a mess in itself because what if you and that person decide to start dating or whatever? How can you trust that they're going to delete those apps? That's a whole nother situation. But anyway, so I feel like back to dating apps. I feel like dating apps are scary because they attract a lot of crazies. And I mean that literally. I don't mean that to be funny. Like people use dating apps to like lure people into crazy situations. Hell, to kill them. Like it's crazy. Very, very, very crazy. And I watched the ID channel and I saw quite a few episodes where somebody was stalked, killed, um, I mean, just anything by someone they met on a day nap. And that is scary as fuck. And the crazy part about that is like, I've seen all ages, like the young people, you know, middle aged, And then I've seen, you know, older, I've seen one time, like a 60 year old lady, met this guy on a date app and he seemed well put together they went out to dinner and everything don't y'all know this man followed this lady home and stabbed her i don't remember how many times but i believe it was over 10 times he thought she had died but she didn't so she lived to talk about it but before that he had met somebody online he had killed them and he had actually got away with that and i don't know how they linked him to it but he got linked to it because of what he did to the lady that survived. It was just a whole hot mess. And that man was in his 60s. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> Luckily for me, though, um, I won't even sit up here in front. I met quite a few men online. Um, but I'm very cautious with what information that I put online. I'm very cautious with the information that I tell these people. Um, and I think because I don't like talking on the phone and stuff like that. I think that a lot of the times they think I'm crazy or a catfish, but honestly, I'm neither. (laughs) I just work a lot and I haven't found somebody who's okay with that dynamic. And I mean, these men have been, I mean, well put together. I haven't met, I'm gonna be quite honest. Like I said, I guess because I'm good at screening people. I don't know. (laughs) But I haven't met any that were crazy from what I could tell after, you know, one or two dates. Um, They just might not have been my type, per se. Or, 
I don't know. Maybe they wanted more than what I could give. And that's that's usually the case. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, I haven't met. Luckily, like I said, luckily for me, I haven't met any crazies. But that's because I have a hell of a screening process. Like, yeah, I'm going to put you through. And at the end of the day, you might even say, you know what, fuck this girl. <laughs> but I know one time I was supposed to go out on this date with this guy. The date didn't happen. I had to reschedule him because I was tired or whatever. Um, so we rescheduled, but then something, he had an issue. So we rescheduled again. But when we rescheduled again, I ended up being late because something came up. But I texted him and I'm like, hey, I'm running late. Um, can we meet at this time? Which was like an hour and a half later or maybe an hour later. I can't remember. But he was like, that's cool. So when we finally did meet, he was like, I was about to say, you know, fuck it. Because I thought you was, you know, playing games or whatever. And I was like, no, I would never waste nobody's time. And to this day, I'm just like, I would never waste nobody's time. Because time is valuable. I don't have much myself. So I'm not going to waste anybody else's or whatever. But anyway... Had the date. Date was cool. Like, I mean, we we vibe. We was talking for like almost two hours, or it might have been two hours. I can't really remember, but the date was a vibe. Um, he was cool as shit. Like, and I mean, yeah, that was that. But um, yeah, I mean, I met some pretty some pretty dope dudes. Like online, it just typically it's it didn't work out or last or whatever the case may be because I'm busy. I'm a busy person and nobody can, nobody has been strong enough to deal with that yet. I think (laughs) so that's that. But anyway, back to dating. Um, when you do meet somebody online, what are some of the things you look for? Of course. I mean, I feel like they have to, have the look that you're looking for. I mean, I don't think you're going to meet somebody online and go out with somebody who's totally opposite from what you are attracted to. That's going to be, if you're meeting them online, that's going to be the first thing that's going to attract you to make you want to know more. You know what I'm saying? Like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, if you're attracted to dark skinned men and this man is light skinned and this is, I'm not a colorist or anything like that. So please don't be, Oh, she has a preference. First of all, I don't even have a preference. I thought I did. I Well, I'm lying. I do have a preference. I prefer dark-skinned men, but some of the men I have met have been brown-skinned or light-skinned. Like, it, it, I mean, yeah. But let's just say that you prefer... No, I'm going to use a different analogy because I don't want to get nobody's panties in a bunch and nobody's boxes, you know, on backwards or nothing like that. So let's use a different analogy. So, and this one might be just as bad at this point. I don't care. I feel like y'all will get the point regardless. So, let's say you like, you, okay, I can use this one. Let's say that you like tall men, but this man is short, on the shorter side. So, I'll use myself for example. So, I met a man who, I met him online, and... Um, I couldn't really tell from his picture if he was tall or short. So once we got to talking, but he was very attractive. So once we got to talking, he tells me his height and he's like, he's five, seven. 
I prefer taller men. And when I say taller, taller than me. So 5'7", he's taller than me, but I prefer men 5'10", or taller. I'm really, really attracted to um, tall men six feet or over because tall to me, in my brain, it registers as a protector, but that's neither here nor there. So anyway, I prefer taller men. But anyway, once we got to talking, um, his conversation was hella good, like hella good. So I gave him my phone number. I gave him my business number. He called my business number. We talked for hours. I mean, hours. And um, we finally ended up meeting or whatever. And he was short. But, I mean, he was a vibe. Like, he had good conversation. Very smart. Had his shit together, his ducks in a row. I mean... The only issue for me was, um, and the reason why I think it wouldn't have went anywhere is because he was just as busy as me. (laughs) So we both can't be super busy in a relationship. That's just not, I mean, it can work if you want it to work, but I guess neither one of us was at a point where we really wanted it to like like wanted it to work and I don't mean that in a bad way but yeah um but he was typically not my type but I mean the kind everything he had everything that I would have wanted in a relationship like everything um except for the time factor we were both just too busy and that would have just been too stressful and it was long distance so with a long distance type relationship or situation or whatever you got to have some type of game plan and going into a long distance relationship with no type of game plan or let, we're going to visit each other this many times a month. We're going to do this many video calls. We're going to talk this many times a day. Like, no, that's just disaster all in itself. So, uh, but no, I mean, it would have been a vibe and it would have been my ideal relationship. Cause like I said, he had his shit in order. Um, he had a couple businesses, um, his own vehicles, his own house. Um, he was he was a vibe, but again, uh, it was a time factor. So, anyway, moving right along. Um, so, after the looks, what's next? I, I hope it would be personality. <laughs> I hope you would like gauge how they, you know, how they converse on how that's going to be because if they can't hold a conversation and communicate in the beginning it's no need to moving forward because you're going to be hard to have a conversation with just at any time and I don't want to feel like I'm talking to myself all the time as y'all see sis likes to talk so when I talk I talk and I want to be talking about meaningful meaningful stuff I don't want to waste my oxygen on you know just random typical shit like I want to be able to have deep conversations you feel me so after that um I look at how they present themselves so after we don't met online we don't had a couple conversations then it's time for us to meet in person when we meet in person I need to know um I need to see that you're clean and when I say clean I mean your clothes the shoes got to be clean got to be nice cut um, nice shave, um, fingernails looking nice and neat, like I mean clean. I understand 
the wrinkles depending but you knew you were coming on this date so you had time to knock them wrinkles out um clean hands one thing about me i love 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 a man with clean hands i am very funny when it comes to hands um because if your hands clean typically the rest of you is clean or whatever um men with manicured nails oh that's sexy to me um but they don't have to be manicured but they do have to be neat um so yeah that's one thing i look for too um among other things like when i say all they clean shaven like it ain't got to be close or anything like that because i like it a little messy but if it's clean meaning if, if their beard is clean if they have one or if they even if it's like i don't know how to describe it but as long as they got it lined up and it's not you know woolly mammoth we good <laughs> so so, I mean, and if you're a female, you need to look presentable. You need to look good. Like, you need to smell good. Oh, speaking of smells, man, look, I love a man that smells good. Lord have mercy. Like, so please come smelling like you want to be dinner. You feel me? <laughs> because I, I just love that. But anyway, that's some of the things I look for. What are some of the things that y'all look for? Um... After we get past all that, I need to be able to know that they can hold a conversation, which I should already know that because that's going to determine if I'm even going to go out on a date with you or whatever. And I understand that some people are not conversationalists when it comes to texting because, like I said, I don't like to talk on the phone. They might be one of them people that like prefer talking in person rather than on the phone so on the phone their conversation is uh man but in person their conversation it's a vibe or their conversation is you know the shit or whatever but if if it's a vibe over the phone it should be a vibe in person unless they nervous but I, I don't know it's so many factors but you still should be able to hold a conversation you feel me i remember same date um, that I'm referring to. I remember when we went out, um, we hadn't exchanged too much conversation via text or even talked on the phone, honestly. But when we got to dinner, and I, I know I'm gonna keep saying this, it was a vibe. It just because it just was. Um, conversation was so easy flowing. I felt like I had talked to him before. Like it was just, it was no dead air in the conversation. I mean, there were brief pauses of course because we were eating and you know just brief pauses where we were trying to let sink in what the other person had told us but for the most part it was actually a conversation where two people were ex exchanging dialogue and having healthy dialogue at that like getting to know each other um, because I learned pretty much a lot about him you know from that day but again this person that I'm referring to was the cancer the one that I was too busy for. <laughs> but let me get back on track. <laughs> um, dating can be scary and complicated, but you can make it less of both. Um, you got to take some type of precautions before you meet the person. Um, so what type of precautions do you guys take to avoid becoming a missing person? To avoid 
somebody stalking you, following you back to your house? Like, what what type of things do you do to keep those situations that you probably think can happen to you from happening to you? Um, you gotta be, like I said, I have a hell of a screening process, and I feel like I feel like I do a damn good job at eliminating crazies because like I told y'all before, I have trust issues. That's going to be a whole nother podcast, but I have trust issues. So the first red flag or something that don't seem right to me, don't even worry about it. Um, we're not going to do it. We're not, when I say do it, I mean like <laughs> go out on a date and let me see what could be something that's a red flag. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not sure yet. Let me come back to that. But if it's a red flag, yeah, it ain't. I don't, I, I'm not, no, I'm not even going to chance that or whatever. Um, but yeah. (laughs) So anyway, when you meet somebody new, whether you meet them in person initially or online initially, you always need to have a safe plan in place. Um, and there's too many advancements in technology, so there's simply no excuse on not protecting yourself from getting caught up in a situation that could have been avoided. Um, like me personally, I I always, 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 100% of the time tell my mom who I'm with and real names. I don't do, I nickname everybody and I nickname them with my friends, even with my mama. But when I'm going on a date with them and physically meeting them in person, I need your real name. I send my mama <laughs> their name, a picture of them, tell her what type of car they driving. And if I can get a license plate, I'm going to get that too. Um, yeah, I'm doing all that because I need to make sure I'm safe. We never initially meet at my house, like ever. And it's going to be rare that it's going to be a couple days before I meet meet you meet at my house. Um, but I always, always, always tell my mom where I'm going, what time I'm going to get there. And I try to give her like little updates while I'm there. That doesn't always happen. Um, but yeah. And then when we leave, if I leave first, I don't go home. <laughs> I go to somebody else's house because you never know if, you are being followed or not. Uh, and you don't want to, you don't want that to happen. You just don't. Um, another precaution I have is me and my bestie, um, <laughs> she has my location. So she knows where I'm at at all times. And it's funny because she'll randomly like look at my location and she'll be like, she'll text me like, why are you here? Like, and I I don't even be thinking about it, but that's another precaution too. Like, you know, telling, having somebody share your location with them so that, you know, if something happens or that's out of your control, at least somebody knows where you're at, who you were with, you know, all that good stuff. I mean, it's sad that we have to do all this, but at the same time, it's very necessary and it's, it's unavoidable I mean and that's even good to use with somebody that you know you know what I'm saying because you just I mean you just never know you just never know so if you're going to date no matter how you meet the person be safe think outside the box 
Um, as far as being cautious, who you choosing to go out on a date with, you know, stuff like that. Um, but anyway, moving along, let's talk about some typical first date activities that you can do with your date. Me personally, I prefer dinner because that's how you get intimate and discuss, have a conversation. I feel like when you're in front of somebody having dinner, you can gauge, you know, how they have conversations. You can, you're face to face, you can make eye contact. So it's, you can get to know them by, you know, them talking. So verbally and you can go by nonverbal communication too because I'm I'm real big on nonverbal communication like do you look me in my eyes when you speak to me talk to me rather do you fidget a lot do you look around like I need to know how you hold a conversation and if you can hold one so that's a big part of that but other than going out to dinner which is you know normal which that's my preference um what else can you do? Um, I feel like you can do other stuff. So say you can do like a two-part or you can do maybe go out for dinner, lunch, whatever. Could even be coffee. Just go out so you can gauge in how that person has conversation. And then maybe have a two-part date like or a second part of the date rather where you go like bowling or you know, to an arcade or doing something that involves having a little bit of fun and releasing a little bit of energy just to see, you know, does this person like to have fun or what does this person like to do? Personally, I've never had a two-parter date before where we went to like go eat and then we went to go like to an arcade or something, but that would be nice. Maybe if I go on a date within the next couple months or something, I'll suggest that and maybe that'll be something we can do. And it might not be something you would do for the first date. But maybe for the second date, we can like do lunch. Like the first date would be dinner. And then maybe like the second date, we can do like lunch. And then, I don't know, go to the arcade or something. Like we can compromise. Just has to be something we both can enjoy. But that that would be fun. Have y'all ever had a two-party date before? Because I've never had one. If you have, how did it go? Was it the first date? Was it the second date? Um, yeah, I want to know. That's because I just never had a two-parter before. But anyway, I think that any date that calls for conversation, or any activity, rather, that calls for conversation can be a good date. Um, so... Yeah, but moving right along, I thought I was going to say something else regarding that, but I changed my mind and then my eyes got lost on my notes, all that kind of stuff. So I just, yeah, we're going to go past that like it didn't happen. (laughs) So anyway, um, let's say it's a vibe and you're on your first date. What type of things do you discuss? What are some of the things that you discuss? Like I said, you might have already discussed them before the date. um, But once you get in front of each other, you might want to ask again. Shit, I don't know. But what type of stuff do you normally ask about? Like, typically, such as foods, what kind of foods you like. Which, hopefully, that was already discussed because that's how you got to the point of having dinner. 
hopefully you don't go out to have Mexican or you decide to meet somewhere they agree to meet there and then they don't eat Mexican that'll be stupid as hell but anyway (laughs) never had that happen to me before but I'm sure it has happened to somebody anyway um what kind of movies you'd like to look at because you never know y'all might go on a movie date or there might be a movie date at his house or your house at some point in time so you discuss movies music um what other type things do y'all discuss me i get real personal i want to know about your family how many siblings you got how you feel about your mother and father how y'all's relationship is like um you know that's the type of stuff i ask because that the bond that you have with your family tells me a lot about you as a person and if y'all not close i mean i'm sure there's a reason for it but if y'all not close it gives me as an idea as to why and some people like for example they might not fuck with their mama for you know reasons beyond me but they might be really really close with their grandma like you know what i'm saying so i'm not saying that i judge people based off that but i want to know why why y'all not close and if you don't and i'll ask you if you feel comfortable with discussing it if you don't feel comfortable discussing it that's fine but um you could say it's a personal reason but i'm gonna follow up with okay so are you close with anybody in your family like i need to know these things because like i said it's got to be some type of reason why i mean i don't want to be too intrusive but these are usually the things that i want to know about and i mean i don't just ask any potential person that i'm dating those questions like if my cousins are dating somebody i go over and i ask those questions questions for them my favorite question is what are your intentions like i want to know and this is what i ask you know my date this is what i ask my cousins dates whatever i need to know what are your intentions like what are we doing because the last thing that i want to do is waste anybody's time and vice versa if you here because you want to be in a relationship and you want more kids if that's not something i want right now i'm a, i'm going to tell that tell you that i don't want any more kids and i don't not saying that i don't but i'm just saying i'm going to tell you i don't want any more kids and i'm not really here for a relationship right now so we can kind of just be cool or whatever but this ain't gonna work because we on two different ends of the uh the of the spectrum like you at the beginning of the book i'm at the end you feel me so what are your intentions i also want to know things you like and dislike which as an adult i think we think we know what we like and dislike but i think quite often we don't really know what we like and dislike until we have some life experience um and even after some life experience those things may change um one thing that's constant for me and this is petty is my favorite color my favorite color is now and has always been and will always be yellow (laughs) like so that's petty but i mean when i say likes and dislikes like i mean stuff like um do you like traveling do you like 
um, going to the movies. Are you a homebody or do you prefer to be out? Do you party? Do you like to dance? You know, stuff like that. Um, And another question that I ask is, so what caused your past relationship to end? And I know some people might say that's too much. But like I said before, and like I'm going to keep saying, nobody wants their time wasted. So let's get straight to the point. And that's one the, that's one of the questions that I feel like as an adult, you should be able to you should be able to talk about. I'm okay with talking about why my last, my last real relationship ended. I'm very okay with talking about it um, or any relationship. So just as long as you, I hope it's not, I just don't want to hear like if I ask a dude why the last relationship ended, I don't want to hear you bashing her. That's that's one thing. If she was crazy or whatever the case may be, just said that y'all just simply say that y'all had y'all differences and that's that's that. Um I mean later on down the line if we decide to make it us a thing, then I'm gonna find out eventually. Um but don't bash her. Just say y'all had y'all differences and it's just you know, just didn't work because that's normally what I say. And baby, I can really get into why the last relationship ended, but it ain't even that deep for me. Just don't do the shit that he did. (laughs) But anyway, so that might be too much. So you may not even ask that on the first date or even the second date. But at at some point, those questions need to be asked during the dating stage. So by the third day, if you you should feel comfortable enough with them to ask them those type of questions. Hell, me personally, I'm comfortable on the first date. Um, very comfortable because time is everything, and I want to use my time wisely. So let's not waste time here. Um, but anyway, that that keeps you from wasting time. And then also when you ask those questions early on, you can decide how the relationship will go and if it'll lead to anything at all. So yeah, be, be careful with your questioning, but also ask the right questions so you can know who you're dealing with. So next thing, when you're dating somebody, be honest in your intentions and be consistent I cannot stress this enough. Consistency kills or will kill or excuse me, the lack of consistency will make or break any situation. It it don't even have to be relationships. It could be job. It could be anything, but be consistent. As far as intentions, I talk about intentions a lot. But one thing about those intentions, your intentions and your actions have to match. If your intentions are to be in a relationship, make sure your actions say that also. If your intentions are to only have sex, make sure your actions match. And what I mean by that is, if you just want to have sex, um, just make it about sex. But make sure the other person knows that. And don't do anything extra outside of that. If y'all just fucking don't cook for him. If y'all are dating and, you know, that's your love language to to give, well, cook for him, sis. Do that. Um, make sure he appreciates you and vice versa. But don't confuse things. Um, I don't know about nobody else, but one thing I don't like is a state of confusion. 
anything that makes me confused or makes me question it, I steer clear of it. I'm not try I'm not going to question you about anything if your actions are showing me what what it is. So, I'm not going to question what it is between me and you if you're clearly showing me that you you don't want the same thing that I want. I'm just not doing it. Let's reel it on back in. Let's talk about some reasons why you wouldn't consider a second date. Uh, Like after the first date, what would make you say, hell no, (laughs) to a second date? And I'm about to tell you my personal reasons why I would not consider a second date. Number one reason. Well, I'm not even going to say number one reason. None of these reasons are in order. Um, So there's no one that's greater than the other or anything like that. This is just my personal reasons. But the first one, first reason, is a lack of conversation. I like to talk, as y'all can see. That's why I started this podcast, because I am a talker. So sitting there, like we in the library, it's not going to work for me. I need some conversation, some dialogue. I don't need to feel like I'm the only one talking and it's not just about conversation it's about meaningful conversation I want to talk about shit that matters um I don't want to just talk to be talking sometimes I do that but not when I'm trying to get to know you that's I'm not trying to do that I need to know that you're going to be able to talk to me and communicate how you feel if we were to take it further than a date um, and having conversation in the beginning, it's not going to tell you that right off bat. I'm not saying that just because they have good conversation means they're going to be good at communicating their feelings. Because that's two totally different things. But, I mean, it tells you at least that you can have a conversation with them. And it's a possibility that they may be able to express their feelings. Um, but at the same time, that's at oranges and apples. So, you, you still never know. Um, another thing is um, how they present themselves. Like, I need you to dress to impress. I need you to look good, clean, well put together. Um, like I said, I like smells. I like a nice smelling man. I like manicured hands, um, clean shaven face. Like, just the appearance of being clean. Um, and I don't mean the appearance of being clean because I hope you're always clean. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Wrong choice of words. But, yeah, dress to impress because um, that's what I'm doing. I'm dressing to impress, and I need you to do the same. Um, if you don't, then, yeah, that's it's a one and done. So, um, and another thing that's just, I think it's just rude. Um, is if you're on a date and they're on their phone, that's annoying AF. And it's borderline disrespectful. If you don't want to be here, just say that. Because we can call it quits and go on about our business and go our separate ways now. We ain't even got to take this no further. That's disrespectful as fuck. Like, you don't come on a date to be on your phone. If that's If you're nervous or, you know, whatever the case may be, and this is taking you out of your element, 
being on your phone is not gonna help. Like, yeah, I cannot fucking stand that. I cannot stand it. And I understand if you get a phone call, because most of us have children these days, but I understand if you get a phone call and it's regarding a child or an important phone call altogether. I understand that. But saying excuse me and stepping away, that's fine. I get that. But to be on your phone texting, playing a game, whatever the case may be, no, thank you. Next. Um, yeah, I'm on to the next because I j- I'm not doing that because if it start like that, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be one of them things where it's yeah, it ain't gonna change but so much. So those are just some of the things that turn me off. Um, I can't think of everything that turns me off, but I'm I'm not that easy. I'm easy to please, might as well say. I don't require much um, as far as dating goes. I just want to laugh, have a good time with somebody who's clean, put together, and can hold a conversation. Doesn't seem like much to me, but I guess that's a little bit too much these days. I don't know. But I want to hear your thoughts. What are some things that keep you from going out on a second date with somebody or a third or you know, this keeps you from dating them, period. Ending the date early or whatever the case may be. So, I feel like I've pretty much talked about a lot here. Um, so, as usual, I just want to hear you guys' feedbacks. What do you think about feedbacks? Feedback. <laughs> I just want to hear your feedback. Have you tried dating apps? If not, why? If yes, why and what's your experiences with it? Um, some first date activities or some of the activities that you went out on on your dates, and how do you determine if you want multiple dates with that person or not? Like y'all know, I love me some good old feedback. So give me some feedback. Let's talk about it. Let's discuss. Hell, I might learn some from you. Um, but anyway, I'm signing off on this episode of the podcast. I appreciate you for listening. Make sure to share it, and I'll talk to y'all in the next one.